Welcome to the Sales History Podcast with your host, author of The Transparency Sale and The Transparent Sales Leader, Todd Capone. Each episode brings you the incredible and sometimes strange minds, philosophies, and approaches from sales history's past with relevance to today. Here's Todd. Do you remember the old Alanis Morissette song, Ironic? It always bothered me because quite literally none of the examples in the song are actually, by definition, ironic. But you know what is ironic? Remote sales leadership. And the idea that the OGs of sales management 100 plus years ago were remote sales leaders. So today I want to explore this idea of Today, we've had to make this unexpected switch to remote leadership. I mean, I'm seeing posts that like, oh, gosh, it looks like it's here to stay. What will we do? Remote leadership is so hard. Well, they did it really, really well 100 plus years ago. And I'm thinking, let's explore that. Let's explore the why and let's explore what they did and what they did successfully that maybe we can pull to today. So let's go back. When I talk about like the need for salespeople, it's been around since the beginning of life. I mean, even at its most simple level, humans were walking the earth and they were deriving their sustenance from the land, right? They formed packs and the smart humans realized the earth could be cultivated to produce things to eat, to build things they could use for protection and survival as you might be also able to imagine, some humans did it better than others, right? Like some packs did it better than others. You could probably guess that the realization that having every tribe produce everything they needed wasn't sustainable. And I'm guessing the following conversation probably happened more than once. Hey, uh, look at what they've got. Let's kill them for it. We can take them. I mean, I've been doing push-ups. Right, so the battles began. The stronger tribes conquered the weaker tribes and at the very least took their stuff. I, I, I picture a group of nerds sitting around having lost all the computers they were brilliant enough to build because they weren't so good at keeping the fraternity bullies from coming in and taking them. They were weaker in strength but stronger in brains and skills. And, you know, this is essentially like computer nerds a million years ago. What did the smarter but weaker tribes do? They probably invented sales, if you really think about it. I mean, they they built the the things that they needed, they established values from them, and they probably went tribe to tribe and sold things. That was sales around forever. But what about sales management? Sales management, on the other hand, it took a few million years to come about. While there were a couple of companies starting to formalize it in the late 1800s, for example, NCR Corporation, which we've talked about before, up until around 1907, the job of sales was essentially done barehanded. I mean, companies before then didn't officially employ their own salespeople. Instead, they hired independent salespeople, which are known as drummers or bagmen, provided them with samples and sent them out on the road and paid commissions for what they sold. That was essentially the beginning and the end of the job of sales management and sales leadership. As companies began to hire and train their own salespeople, those sellers didn't come to an office every day. I mean, they didn't sit around cubes, banging the phones, sucking off the kitchen cold brew machine and playing ping pong at lunch. 
Like, no, they were all road warriors. In each case, whether it be the drummers and bagmen of old or the world's first formal sales organizations from 1907 through even the 1950s, sales leadership was remote leadership. I mean, your reps were gone. I mean, they're often living in their territories. You never even met them. They'd send call reports or orders back to the home office via wire or even the mail. Sales leadership reciprocated by sending a wire. They mailed out newsletters. They sended they, they send uh, individual letters out to their teams. There, there's one thing I found in Salesmanship Magazine from the early 1900s that NCR Corporation, which is the company that practically invented the sales organization, they actually sent daily newspapers to hundreds of salespeople spread around the country. I mean, daily. Newsletters with tips and stories and information on products and all sorts of things, but they did it all remotely, all via the written word. Now, we asked the question, is history repeating itself? I mean, if we dig in a little deeper, history is repeating itself in some ways. It begins with the following theorem. And I'm not sure if I'm allowed to create a theorem, but who cares? It's my podcast. Anyway, here's the theorem. Throughout history, the importance of sales leadership depended on the importance of the salesperson to an organization's success. I'll say that again. Throughout history, the importance of sales leadership depended on the importance of the salesperson to an organization's success. In other words, who needs a sales manager or a sales leader in times when the product sells itself? I think about this even today. There are times when the economy is booming and sales leaders essentially have just two jobs to bring in revenue, recruit and report, like report meaning forecast and recruit is building a team and make sure they don't leave. I mean, in today's economy, the number of newly minted tech unicorns has reached all time highs, like significant all time highs, like five X the best year ever. Is that because sales leaders have suddenly become incredibly effective? No, it's because technology is what has held the economy together during a pandemic. Without technology, every economy would have essentially stopped. Without technology, the world would have looked more like the 1918 Spanish flu World War I epidemic when everyone still went to work because they had to work to provide. Now, when the economy is not booming, the job of sales leadership becomes fivefold. Leaders must focus their teams to optimize efficiency and outcomes, right? They must build and deploy their field organization to best align to that focus. They must teach and coach the fundamentals. I mean, make sure that the team gets right what they have to get right every single time. They still have to forecast and measure. And they must create a fun environment where their teams become and stay fully engaged, stick around and advocate. Now, in 1930, they were talking about sales and sales management in a way that if we heard this today, we would totally agree. So 1930, here's a quote. And it's from a guy named John G. Jones uh, in his book, uh, Sales Management. The problem of sales management at the moment is not the problem of taking orders or of making sales in large numbers at any cost. It's the problem of making sales in large volume and at a low cost. It is the problem of eliminating selling wastes and inefficiencies by systematic and scientific procedures. 
old-fashioned and easygoing methods must be discarded along with high-powered and go-getting methods. So digging in deeper in the late 1920s and early 1930s, it was said that they were in a time of radical change. It was said that rising sales curves are often deceiving. Like rising sales curves, meaning lots of sales. That's not necessarily a good thing. It was said that rapidly rising sales curves don't indicate sustainability. They typically indicate profitless prosperity, where sales efforts cost money and where raising top-line revenue without worry results in out-of-control spending and eventually a crash. And hmm, what was going on in the late 1920s and early 1930s? Yes, the Great Depression. Like, this book predicted it. There, th this is not to say that another Great Depression is coming, right? We had just better get sales leadership right. We'd better realize that we're hiring salespeople at record-breaking rates, promoting salespeople into sales leadership without any support or training, and it's working for now. I, I just feel like, and it's part of the reason for the podcast here, is we must look to history to realize that original sales leadership was remote sales leadership and optimized sales leadership was associated with the companies that withstood the lows. So what do you think? Does this lesson in sales leadership and thinking about the importance as it relates to the economy, A, B, the importance of getting it right to withstand the lows, and then C, the fact that it was done remotely and done pretty effectively in good times and bads back then, give you anything that you can use when you think about what's coming in the coming years. I mean, the, the boom can't last forever. I'm not saying that we're going to hit a historic low or anything, but we, like I said, we've got to get sales leadership right. I would love to hear what you think about it. So as always, reach out, email me, find my contact information is at toddcapone.com. You can email me directly there. Rate, review the podcast. Let me know if you've got ideas for other things you want me to dig into. But uh, as always, hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks. Thanks.